All right, welcome to the Michael Slate Show. My name is Sansara Taylor, and I'm very happy to be sitting in for Michael Slate this week. He is out, but uh, we've got a great show for you today. And for those of you who don't know me, I have been a guest on Michael's show over the years. I have had the honor of guest hosting for him a couple times in the past. And most of all, I'm uh, the co-host of the Revolution Nothing Less show on YouTube, which I know Michael has brought in many times. And we're going to be sharing uh, a significant portion of last night's new episode of the Revolution Nothing Less show with you here today on the Michael Slate show because it was so good. And, it, and there's so much high stakes to get into. We're going to play the opening uh, from Andy Z, which maybe some of you know, and maybe many of you do not know. There has been a growing, escalating, snowballing, uh, growing attacks on Rise Up for Abortion Rights, the united, broad-based movement that has waged very significant protest to prevent the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Really uh, important work. I've been part of that. Um, also attacks on the Revcoms, which I am also part of. Uh, and they are not the same, but attacks on the Revcoms and especially attacks on the revolutionary leader, Bob Avakian, accusations that we are a cult, that it's dangerous, that blah, blah, blah. Andy Z is going to get into that and what's behind this and what these attacks serve and what's the truth. And so that's going to be how we start the show. And then we're going to stay with that with a segment from Rafael Caderas, who is a correspondence for the a correspondent for the RNL, the Revolution Nothing Less show, getting into and taking on one of the one of these attacks from a, a Twitch commentator, Democratic Socialist, so-called uh, Hassan Piker. So he'll respond to that the way that those attacks were amplified by Hassan Piker, and then we're going to let you hear from Bob Avakian directly. Actually, you'll hear from him early in the show as well, but in shorter snippets. But we'll let you hear from him directly in a piece, an excerpt of his major talk, uh, Revolution Nothing Less, where he gets into the importance of leadership and what is scientific leadership, what is communist leadership, and why is it so essential if humanity is going to get free. So it's a great show. And with that, let's get into our first segment. This is Andy Z opening up the RNL, the Revolution Nothing Less show. The cult leader. Revcoms is a cult. They are, they are cult. Basically a cult. Obviously a cult. They are a f-ing cult. Bob Avakian cult. But they're building their cult. Let's get down to basics. We need a revolution. Anything else in a final analysis is bullshit. Welcome to the RNL Revolution Nothing Less show. This is episode number 111 on July 21st, 2022. My name is Andy Z. I'm the host of the show and I'm coming to you from Los Angeles, California. You are watching the show of the brainwashed, the dupes of the cult of Baba Vakia. Be very careful. You might learn that there's a way out from the madness of the system we live under. A way to make an actual revolution to overthrow the system that is destroying the environment that is robbing women of their humanity, whose police murder, incarcerate, oppress, demonize, and degrade in a thousand ways black people, immigrants, native people whose land was stolen in genocide. Pay attention and be aware. On this program, you will see, 
hear and experience Babavakian B.A., the revolutionary leader who liberals in a demoralized, defeated, pathetic left are scared shitless to have you experience and engage. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people have heard over the past couple of weeks the blowhard rants online, the oinkers on social media, the scare headlines on sordid websites from the so-called democratic socialists who are neither liberals and outright fascists. All these are bullshit and lies from those who despise revolution who feed at the trough of an NGO-satiated empire. Fools and want to be actual police who want to pacify you as they satisfy themselves with weak-ass sh**, while humanity is being led off a cliff. All this and more we take to task in today's RNL Revolution Nothing Less show, so-called progressives opposed to truly liberating progress, liberals for whom law and order trumps risking something to fight against injustice and oppression, who now find themselves in unity with fascists in their attack on the radically different leader who has developed a whole new framework for human emancipation, Bob Avakian. Bob Avakian, whose life has been dedicated to the emancipation of humanity, who for 50 years since he came of age in the free speech movement at Berkeley in the 1960s and then working with the Black Panther Party in their revolutionary days, and who, when others of that generation gave up on revolution, B.A. went to work, hard work, to understand how indeed revolution could be made in a country like this, how that revolution could stay on the revolutionary road and be a society that people would want to live in and would thrive in as we collectively could go to work to transform the whole world. Bob Avakian has worked on and developed an approach to questions and problems of involving the masses of people who today are profoundly divided in overcoming all these forms of division and forms of exploitation and oppression everywhere, problems and pathways to an emancipatory society that other political theorists and leaders haven't even begun to think about. The work that B.A. has done is not the stuff of pipe dreams, but is grounded in reality and a scientific approach to radically transforming that reality. Baba Vakian is completely different from the endless stream of bourgeois politicians who are put forward as leaders, whose goal is to maintain one variation or another of this system of capitalism imperialism that is founded on and perpetuates itself through a cruel and literally life-stealing exploitation, murderous oppression, massive destruction in all parts of the world. B.A. is a revolutionary, who bases himself on the scientific understanding that this system must finally be overthrown through an organized struggle involving millions of people and replaced with a system that is oriented to and capable of meeting the most fundamental needs of humanity and enabling humanity to become fit caretakers of the earth. So be clear. When websites and blowhards warn those of you who have stood up with Rise Up for Abortion Rights against the brutal life-stealing assault on women's right to abortion and to control their own lives, to get you to calm down, to give up, and to work within the system of their bourgeois elections where you get to choose between defenders of the very system that oppresses billions of people here and around the world, be clear that when they shout, cult, this is what they are trying to get you to do. And the liberating vision and the plan for revolution to free all of humanity that Bob Avakian has forged and the movement he leads, the Revcoms, is what they want to keep from you. The RNL Revolution Nothing Less show. That's who we are. That's what we bring. The leadership, the strategy, 
and the goal for the emancipation of all humanity. If you have the conviction, the heart, the courage, and especially the courage of your convictions, this is the show for you. And we're going into battle, a political fight for this show and this leader. Over the next five weeks, we are recruiting you to bring to people far and wide the liberating truth that there is a way out of the madness. That revolution is the solution. It is the hope of the hopeless. It's real and it's needed. And that Bob Avakian is a leader, is a person that you and millions more like you need to know about and get into. And to get this campaign into high gear on this coming Monday night, July 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 7 p.m. Central Time and 5 p.m. here in the West, along with my co-host and Sarah Taylor, we are going to host a nationwide Zoom to answer and flip the script on the attacks on Bob Avakian, the Revcoms, and Rise Up for Abortion Rights. We're going to get into why and how challenging and transforming how people think is a key part of making revolution. Look, the most ridiculous lie of all is that Bob Avakian is a cult leader and advocates blind faith. No, we have to go by evidence and testing things against reality. You have to think critically about everything and not take anything in any book or that anybody says without looking into it and thinking critically about it. That was the voice of Bob Avakian. He is the most rigorous scientific person who has developed a way for people of all levels of education to be able to understand and change the world. And later in today's program, we're going to show an excerpt from a speech he gave in 2012 from which we take the name of our program, Revolution Nothing Less, an excerpt on how the science of revolution is like the Rosetta Stone that was discovered in ancient Egypt. A scientific approach to revolution, the actual reason, the basis for revolution lies in the workings of the system we live under and the reality that it cannot do away with exploitation and oppression. It cannot be reformed. And the reality that many people yearn for a world without oppression. Bob Avakian goes at this in many different ways, from high theory to biting exposure of the system's crimes to creative and even funny ways. And here I want to play the first three verses of a spoken word piece he wrote with music by the great jazz bassist William Parker, all played out. All played out. We must broadly unite to carry out the fight to resist the crimes of this system. But on the real, revolution is the only solution. So we need to call out things whose time has run out, which keep people in chains, suffering unbearable pain. These things are all played out. Capitalist vultures, big time and worldwide exploiters, preaching about personal responsibility, ranting about predators and criminality, terrorizing the youth in the inner city, while you loot everywhere you see, slaughter people and rain destruction through crimes untold, all to enforce your rule and amass your gold on the backs of billions, chaining them in slavery new and old. Your time in history, it's gone. It's all played out. This puffed up stuff about the land of the free and the home of the brave, a country that built itself on bodies of slaves, Genocidal robbery that spreads its empire through plunder, driving countless people under with its blood. 
bloody red, white, and blue rag unfurled. All this pompous nonsense about the leader of the free world. That's always out. Vicious politicians and mindless mobs screaming and threatening, hounding people driven from their homeland, growling and howling. Speak English. Go home. These fools aren't saying anything worthwhile in any tongue. It's the same old song they've always sung. Fade deeper in the shadows. Suffer in silence while you slave. To create wealth we crave. It's our way, backed up by violence. This garbage is all the haters who have attacked BA, the Revcoms, and Rise Up for Abortion Rights have in their vicious attack opened up some real potential by putting these names before hundreds of thousands, if not millions. If if we seize on it, to build the audience for this show, to compel and inspire people to look into Bob Avakian, to attract people to get with and to join the revolution clubs. I say this recognizing that the haters who attacked us have done real harm. There has been a trajectory of these attacks, beginning with some pathetic little pro-choice groups who refused to join the struggle to stop the Supreme Court from overturning abortion rights who the day after the decision launched the first attack on Rise Up for Abortion Rights with the blatant lie that it was a front for siphoning money to the Revcoms led by Bob Avakian. These lies were then repeated by the sensationalist website The Daily Beast, then repeated and amplified by the respectable progressive website The Intercept, and then picked up by the fascist Daily Caller website founded by Tucker Carlson, then mutating to the website Law Enforcement Today. This is the way that counter-revolution works. What we have called on this show a woke, neo-McCarthyist counter-revolution. Joe McCarthy was a fascist U.S. senator in the 1950s. Communist, 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 communist. Who along with Richard Nixon went on a national witch hunt to crush resistance and the potential for rebellion and support for revolutionary struggles around the world by tarring people with a red scare that did tremendous damage to lives and to the people's struggles. The only answer to communism is a massive offensive. Recognizing a communist, physical appearance counts for nothing. He may be a communist. She may be a communist. She may be a communist. Today's RNL Revolution Nothing Less show is going to work on flipping that script by spreading the voice of Bob Avakian, by demolishing the bullshit of the cancel culture that truth be told is canceling the future for humanity. In today's show, as I said earlier, you're going to hear Bob Avakian on the importance of knowing what is the actual reality we face, what is true, and the science of communism to understand the complexity of reality in his piece on the Rosetta Stone. We're going to hear from our correspondent, Rafael Caderas, take on and take down that democratic socialist blowhard, Hassan Piker. Also today, Sansara Taylor is going to expose The Intercept's hit piece, But first, I want to go back to All Played Out by Bob Avakian and play the last four verses, which captures the frivolous yet destructive cancel culture, a desiccated left that mimics the ruling class, and much of the essence of the bullshit that characterizes the attacks against BA, the Revcoms, Rise Up for Abortion Rights, and all of you who took up and are still determined to fight for the right to abortion. Addiction and gossip slinging, treating as prominent what is really trivial, making a 
making what really matters seem invisible, acting like mobs in Roman arenas, sneering and snarking with a vicious demeanor, building yourself up by tearing other people down. All the way down. Putting up with all this madness, even though you know it's wrong. Being passive, thinking how they want you thinking, acting just to get along, singing that old song. That though the crimes are terrible and massive, nothing can be done about this. Nothing can change because of human nature. Things are bound to be this way. Revolution that was tried and it failed. Communism. Voice dissent, they'll haul you off to jail. With communism, they take away your freedom. We say that's just wrong. Plus, there's a new synthesis. There are speeches, books with deep analysis, but you don't read them, won't hear them, or go near them. You remain in paralysis. Like that, you're always out. A so-called left that, to tell the truth, finds it frightening and distasteful to change the world. Radically at its root, disgraceful. A left that is content with posing, devoid of rage or joy. Its passion spent, deceiving mimic, miming what it claims to be opposing. Rejects the path of revolution. Insists there can be only one solution that is viable and desirable. Reform within the confines of this system. Change conforming to the dictates of this brutal order. Talks forever of democracy, cover for dictatorship of bourgeoisie, politics of identity. That really comes back down to me. If it speaks of socialism, it is tired out, dried up dogma. No reality, lacking fire, ferment, and conviction. Impoverished imagination, lowered vision. The change it talks about is paltry fiction, lifeless, desiccated. Want to be emancipated? A left like that is all the way out. This whole damn system, root and source of all this madness, all the way out. Rupture, advance beyond all that, no doubt. Putting an end to this insanity, working for revolution to emancipate all humanity. That's what we got to be all about. All the rest that poses and opposes what cries out to be done. It needs to be over and gone. It's all played out. So that was all played out. Voice was Bob Abakian and uh, accompanied by William Parker on bass and a couple other musicians that William pulled together there. Uh, that was 
Bob Avakian, the so-called cult leader, uh, a rebuttal to these accusations from Andy Z of the RNL, the revolution nothing less show. In reality, Bob Avakian, a, a far-sighted, scientific, serious, revolutionary leader uh, who we Revcoms are so proud to follow and fight for because his whole life has been dedicated to the emancipation of humanity and making a real revolution. And in the course of that, he's made breakthroughs in forging the strategy the scientific approach, the leadership that's necessary for that, and even a constitution for the new socialist republic. What this rotten system and society would be replaced with, a roadmap for that. And uh, this is why he's loved by many, and this is why he's hated by those who have deep, deep interests in preserving and protecting their place within this system or the system as a whole. So uh, this is the Michael Slate Show. And Michael Slade is out this week. My name is Sansara Taylor, and I'm really happy to be with you. We're going to continue on this theme of rebutting the, really what's been a, a wave, as you heard, a wave of screeching headlines, scare, fear-mongering headlines, trying to scare people away from Bob Avakian, from the Revcoms, and from getting involved in Rise Up for Abortion Rights, which is a broader united movement of people from diverse political perspectives. But yes, part of that is the Revcoms who are committed to women having the fundamental right to abortion. And with that, let's go forward. And this is Rafael Caderas taking on another one of these fronts of this attack. Why is Hassan Piker such a crusty reformist? Why does he have the intellectual integrity of Alex Jones? Why is he doing the work of this system? Let's get into it. When he's not playing video games and shilling for the left wing of the Democratic Party, you might catch so-called socialist Hassan Piker attacking real revolutionaries and joining the chorus of haters from the Daily Beast and The Intercept to the straight-up fascist Daily Caller and law enforcement today in a smear campaign against Bob Avakian and the Revcoms. This dude literally spent 15 minutes regurgitating lies and slander about us that some random internet trolls put in the chat on his Twitch stream. Here's how it started. The reality is like people feel this way. They feel this way. They see this. They're angry about this. They're apparently part of a cult, unfortunately. Wait, really? What cult? Hey, I see a lot of, oh, they are a cult? Hey, I see a lot of friends rise up for abortion rides. They are not friends. They are an anti-trans hate group pyramid scheme led by a white male cult leader. What the f Oh, they're fucking Revcom. God damn it, dude. How? How? How does Baba Vicky and pull this sh off, dude? Revcom's triggered you, Asan? You're looking kind of shook, man. He was so excited about the message from these young abortion rights activists till some haters told him a scary communist cult was secretly behind it all. White male leader? Give me a break. You follow Bernie Sanders. Your beef with Bob Avakian is that he's a revolutionary communist leader, and you hate revolution more than you hate this system. As for the accusations of cult, anti-trans, pyramid scheme, or the idea that Rise Up for Abortion Rights is being led by Bob Avakian, all this is just made-up garbage designed to attack revolutionaries and keep people out of the streets at a moment when we need to be raising hell. And it's been thoroughly refuted at riseupforabortionrights.org, revcom.us, and right here on the Revolution Nothing Less show for anyone who wants to do the bare minimum investigation. But that's not what Hassan is about. Why investigate and fact check when you can just amplify random lies that fly across your computer screen? Watch this. 
The RCP is often referred to as a communist doomsday cult that's obsessed with Avakian. It's mysterious. Um, it's mysterious leader and hastens on to a final emancipation of humanity through a populist revolution. Speaking of doomsday cult, what do you call it when capitalism is literally destroying the planet and you're so enslaved to the system that all you can imagine doing is trying to push the Democrats a little bit to the left while you talk shit about revolutionaries? Hmm. Let's watch Hassan promote some more random anonymous accusations as if they're true. I went to a protest Friday and there was 100% a Revcom guy or he was a cop. I don't know. <laughs> Same difference sometimes. He was trying to fight the crowd because we weren't smashing windows and starting fires. Okay. At this point, Hassan is showing he has about as much respect for the truth as Alex Jones or QAnon. Promoting conspiracy theories because they suit his political objectives. In this case, attacking revolutionaries. Even worse, he's falsely accusing us of committing crimes, thereby inviting the state in to investigate. How ironic that in the same breath, he accuses us of being police and feds. But here's another irony. Besides spreading gossip, rumors, and baseless accusations, one of the main tactics of the FBI in their effort to foment division within movements of resistance and to frame and even murder revolutionary leaders is snitch jacketing, spreading false accusations that people are cops and feds. What Hassan is doing is libelous, it's dangerous, and it's doing the work of this system, whether he's conscious of it or not. As for Hassan's insinuation, which he repeats multiple times, that the Revcoms are provocateurs trying to start violence in the name of revolution. Anyone that says, let's f***ing break some windows at a protest, or anyone that f***ing turns to you at a protest and goes, come on, comrade, like revolution now, know that you are either in the presence of someone who's out of their f***ing minds, or... They are uh, personally a, a, a federal agent. Unlike you, Hassan, we're serious about an actual revolution. That's why the revolution clubs have points of attention that we uphold, live by, and fight for. Point of attention number six says this. We're going for an actual overthrow and a whole better way beyond the destructive, vicious conflicts of today between the people. Because we are serious, at this stage, we do not initiate violence and we oppose all violence against the people and among the people. We have a strategy for revolution. Have you read it, Hassan? Matter of fact, have you read anything from Baba Vakian and the Revcoms? Quit spreading bull****. But let's get to the heart of the matter. Let's get to what all this is in service of. How about we enter into the fucking Democratic Party? Enter into the Democratic Party. But not with these guys. Okay, thanks for clarifying. You don't think people should enter into righteous struggles and bring people a revolutionary understanding. You think people should channel their rage into the killing confines of the Democratic Party. The same Democratic Party that commits monstrous war crimes, backs coups and assassinations, and murderous death squads all over the world. That spent decades capitulating and conceding to the assault on abortion rights and did nothing to codify Roe v. Wade when they could have. The same Democratic Party that deports as many migrants as the fascist Republicans or more and consistently backs the police up when they murder black people. The same Democratic Party that talks about climate leadership while they ramp up fossil fuel production. Yeah, but we could change the Democrats, right? Bob Avakian has something to say about that. If you try to make the Democrats be what they are not and never will be, you will end up being more like what the Democrats actually are. Baba Vakian.
basics, 312. And now we get to the icing on the cake. When you're too cowardly to take on our actual positions and you have no evidence to back up your rumors and lies, one thing you can always rely on is name calling. Oh my God, Revcom. If you've ever attended a protest and you see some of the crustiest motherfuckers on the planet literally trying to subvert the protest and like acting like they run the show and immediately being like, it's not enough. What's happening at this protest is not enough. And now this protest is like officially a communist protest. Revolution Now, one of those type beats. Those are, those are the Revcom dudes, okay? You can spot them because they look crusty as a motherfucker, okay? Crusty? You want to call us crusty? What could be crustier than trying to reform this rotten capitalist imperialist system and joining one of the parties of that system's ruling class and then calling that socialism? Wrapping this up, Asan, man, I gotta say, <laughs> this, was, this was a sorry performance on your part. I want the 15 minutes of my life back that I spent watching this trash. But since that's not gonna happen, here's a challenge for you. If you're not a complete coward and you have a shred of intellectual integrity, have us on your show. Or better yet, come on the RNL show. Let's debate democratic socialism versus revolutionary communism. Rules are no rumor mongering, ad hominem attacks, or baseless accusations. Just real talk about questions that matter. What's it going to take to end all this exploitation and oppression and save the planet? What's the problem? What's the solution? What's the strategy? And what kind of leadership is needed? To everyone watching, if you want this debate to happen, send this video to Hassan. Post it on your social media and tag him. And to Hassan, Hit us up at the Revcoms and bring your A-game this time. All right, so that was Rafael Caderas. That was from last night's RNL, The Revolution Nothing Less show. I'm happy to share it with you. If you want to see that happen, uh, definitely take uh, put it on social media. Reach out at the Revcoms, follow, and you, can, and you can find the video that that was from. You can tag Hassan Piker. You can, if you want to see that debate, um, it'd be excellent. Excellent, on the serious questions, the questions that matter. If one woman hurts, if one woman cries, if one man bleeds, rise. Up, get up, dance up, get up, sing up, get up, change everything. Up, get up, dance up, get up, sing up, get up, Change everything. Silence must stop. Violence must end. Broken body and spirit will rise again. Strength in numbers. Take a stand. Right the wrongs. Don't ask a man. If one woman hurts. If one woman cries. If one man bleeds. Rise, rise. Up, get up.
let me remind you that you are listening to the Michael Slate Show. Absent Michael Slate today, unfortunately, but he'll be back with us soon. My name is Sansara Taylor. I have one other segment I want to share with you, and then we're going to take a few minutes and open up the phone line. We have one more segment from last night's RNL show that I want to share with you. Andy Z is actually going to introduce it, so let's jump right in. In 2012, Bob Avakian gave a major speech, BA Speaks Revolution, Nothing Less. This six-plus-hour speech is a tour de force of applying a scientific approach to the world and to radically changing the world through a revolution for the emancipation of all humanity. Towards the end of this speech, B.A. speaks about the decisiveness of a leadership that is grounded in a scientific method and approach and of the masses of people taking up this method themselves. Otherwise, we will continue to live in a world where might makes right. In this segment, Bob Avakian draws an analogy between the scientific method of communism to the Rosetta Stone from ancient Egypt. All this is why we need leadership. And it sets the term for what kind of leadership is needed. There are profound divisions in this society and in the world as a whole. Divisions between classes, nations, men and women, between those who do intellectual work and those who do physical work, and other major divisions. These contradictions can't just be wished away. We cannot get beyond them by pretending they don't exist, or that they don't have any effect and consequences, or by redefining reality in our minds. This is not just somehow a matter of narratives of different versions of reality. Nor will we get where we need to go by different people and different identity groups insisting on their own narratives in place of and in opposition to confronting and radically transforming the actual reality we are up against and the possibilities for change that lie within this reality. Here, I just want to read something from basics as food for thought. I won't go into it here, but it's something to think about. Maybe it'll come up in the Q&A, but it can be pursued and should be pursued beyond that. Basic four, basics 410 speaks to this critical point. I'm just going to put it out, food for thought. Why is this so, or is it so? For humanity to advance beyond a state in which might makes right, and where things ultimately come down to raw power, raw power relations will require as a fundamental element in this advance an approach to understanding things, an epistemology which recognizes that reality and truth are objective and do not vary in accordance with nor depend on different narratives and how much authority an idea or narrative may have behind it, or how much power and force can be wielded on behalf of any particular idea or narrative at any given point. Question is, is this true? And if so, why is it true that it's important to have this understanding in order for humanity to advance beyond a state in which might makes right and things are reduced to raw power relations? To return to the question of leadership, with which this has a great deal to do. We need leadership with a scientific understanding and a scientific method and approach to guide this struggle through all the complications and difficulties, 
all the twists and turns to finally overcome all these divisions. And first of all, to lead people to prepare for, and then when the conditions have been brought into being, to wage the all-out revolutionary struggle to bring this monstrosity of a system down and bring into being a new system founded in radically different relations and with radically different institutions and guided by radically different ways of thinking that can establish a whole new foundation from which to carry forward this struggle together with people throughout the globe toward the goal of communism and the end to any and all forms in which one part of humanity enslaves and degrades another part and in which the functioning of human society leads to the destruction of the natural environment. Where we can get it, we need the collective leadership of a communist vanguard, that core of leadership, and where we have it, we need to take the greatest advantage of outstanding individual leaders who come forward. All this is a precious resource for oppressed people, while at the same time, it is a very serious responsibility for those leading people. Without communist leadership, without leadership that bases itself on and proceeds from the most advanced understanding of communist theory and principles, applying the science of communism to lead people while also learning from them, the cold reality is that the most oppressed masses will be kept out and kept down, messed over and dictated over once again. There will be no real revolution and no new society aiming for a whole new world. Here I think of the Rosetta Stone. When Napoleon invaded Egypt a couple of hundred years ago, they discovered, or I guess I should say rediscovered, the Rosetta Stone, which was sort of like a tablet that had a story, I won't say a narrative, had a story written in different languages. On the top were hieroglyphics. Underneath that was Greek, and then what's come to be called Demotic. The hieroglyphics were the language as it turned out of the pharaohs in the upper crust of ancient Egypt. The Greek was Greek. And the Demotic was the language of the ordinary people in, the Egyptian, in ancient Egypt. They're still apparently working on some, working out some aspects of the Demotic. But fairly quickly, they were able to do enough to tell using the Greek, and then going back and forth between the Greek and the hieroglyphics, that this was the same story being told in these different languages. And it became, as you know, it's a metaphor now, it became a key to opening up all kinds of knowledge. Because the scholars could use the Greek not only to, to find out what was being said in the hieroglyphic, which turned out it was the same thing as in the Greek, but it opened their, the key to being able to understand the hieroglyphic written language in a more overall sense. And this opened up all kinds of things which had been previously unknown to people since the time of ancient Egypt. For the masses, especially the most oppressed masses, communism and communist leadership is the Rosetta Stone they need. Reality is very complex. It seems often overwhelming, especially to people struggling just to survive and get through. Tomorrow, your son is shot by the police. The next day, your daughter 
turn sick and you have no health insurance. Then along comes a movement like Occupy which says we shouldn't have any leadership. We should have a horizontal organization where everybody can participate equally. Of course, all the real leaders are conspiring behind the scenes. But even leaving that aside and taking it at its best interpretation, the problem is you're a woman in Brooklyn in a housing project or in Harlem dealing with the lives of 10 people that depend on you, children and grandmas and all kinds of other people, trying to keep all this together and keep everybody alive and out of trouble, you hear about the Occupy thing, it's difficult for you to even go down there. And then if you get down there, they can do the nice mic checks and everything else, but you're going to be overwhelmed by what they're talking about. You have no experience in this whole thing. You, you are in the company of graduate students from elite Ivy League universities who have a familiarity and are conversant with all this political discourse. You have things to say and people may even listen to you, but despite the declarations that everybody's gonna participate equally, do you really think that this person, this woman coming down from Harlem is going to be able to join in in an effective way on the same basis of people who have a great running head start in their whole lives and in their college and graduate school educations. And furthermore, we have the problem that not only is there the ruling class, but there are these people out of the middle class who bring faulty Greek to the translation of the Rosetta Stone, who present according to their own prejudices and their own distortions and their own misunderstandings, a false understanding and vision of reality and impose that over reality. And so if you're one of the basic people trying to swim in all this, without the leadership that enables you to get penetrate beneath the surface and understand the different parts of reality, without the Rosetta Stone of communism and communist leadership, you're going to be shut down. You're going to be discouraged from even trying to take part after a short time. You are not going to be able to play a conscious role in shaping the development of this movement and more broadly the struggle. The Rosetta Stone opens up all kinds of avenues and possibilities for knowledge. Communism and communist leadership provides the means for masses of people to penetrate beneath the reality to fight through the seemingly overwhelming difficulty of understanding these things and finding the links and the interconnection and the patterns of things and to be able to consciously act to change the world on that basis. But with this Rosetta Stone of communism and communist leadership, the masses can not only become active fighters to change the world, but they can increasingly themselves become scholars of the language of changing the world. And this is what the masses of people need, and we're not going to let anyone with their distorted translations tell us that we should not be giving the masses of people the opportunity to have this leadership. That was the voice of Bob Abakian, the revolutionary leader and architect of the new communism. 
in a speech that he was given about 10 years ago called Revolution Nothing Less. BA Speaks Revolution Nothing Less. And we played that excerpt last night on the RNL, the Revolution Nothing Less show. We wanted to share it with you today, both for its importance overall on really what, what do those who are locked out of being brought in on a, a understanding of the world scientifically, locked out of it and, and oppressed and degraded by this world and this system that we live under, why they need communist leadership, what that leadership is, the difference it makes, how that goes up against the stereotype and, and all of the anti-communist notions that are put on people. And this particular leader, Bob Avakian, um, you get to hear from him directly at a time when his name his person, his life's work, and the revolution he is fighting to lead people to make right now in this very rare time when the future is increasingly coming up for grabs, that this person, Bob Avakian, who is under attack in the media and in other quarters in a very vicious way. It's important to hear from him directly, which is a big theme of our show today. We do have our first caller on. Jenny, tell us where you're calling from and what's on your mind. Hi, I'm calling from Orange County. Thanks so much for taking my call. Um, so I just wanted to let people know that everything that the other person said online is actually correct. Um, I'm from Orange County, and we've had meetings from RevCon that were trying to come into Orange County, people from outside of the community, and they basically wanted to come in and do these protests. The majority of their representatives were all white people, and they had a meeting with us, which was predominantly BIPOC people. They explained what they wanted to do in our community. We knew that it wasn't sustainable because the BIPOC people in our, in our community can't sustain ongoing protests like this. It takes their resources. It takes their time. It takes all of these things. And they literally did not listen to us, and they went and had protests anyways. They were not a part of the community, and they came in. Can I ask community. what the protest was about, Jenny? This, are, this goes from Black Lives Matter protests, then reproductive rights protests. They also, when they have actions in Los Angeles, they run people. Uh, let me ask you this, Jenny. What do you think? What do you think it's going to take to end the oppression of Black people? and the atrocity of what women's reproductive rights being taken out. Now, what do you think it's, it's going to take? take? Is people not grifting local actions that are based in the local community. Wait, that's not a solution. What is your solution? It's going to take, that is a solution. It's going to take grassroots actions from the bottom and RevCom and Rise Up for Abortion Rights does not come from the bottom. They infiltrate communities that they you know, the idea that so, you sound like the Southern racist segregationist with that argument, outside agitators, who are you to come in? That's not a that's not an argument. There's a there's a question of what's a program that's actually measuring up to the problem. As far as I know, who is fighting the overturning of Roe versus Wade besides Rise Up for Abortion Rights? 
Answer. I'm not arguing with anybody. I'm here to tell the truth. We're all here on the ground rising up for abortion rights without RevCon, <laughs> independent of RevCon. Okay, Jenny, Jenny, I have to, there, there wasn't a big struggle. There wasn't a big struggle nationally. All the national organizations capitulated. They absolutely did. There was no protest after the December 1st hearing of the Supreme Court of Dobbs versus Jackson. Women's March didn't call a protest. Planned Parenthood didn't call a protest. None of the national or even the, the there was no mobilized movement of, and in fact, if you listen to any of their voices, they all said it's as good as gone. You have to prepare for post-row. That's called capitulation. What Rise Up for Abortion Rights did with RevCom as part of it was said that people have to come together and get in the streets and fight that. I understand maybe you don't agree with that strategy, but, but that's everybody, yourself, myself, RevCom, Planned Parenthood, anybody who cares about humanity and justice is beholden to what's going to actually stop this atrocity, not beholden to what is the opinion of this one or that one, regardless of where they live or what, what activist mantle they claim. That's, you know, aren't we, aren't we all responsible to stop the crimes that are being committed, the atrocities? Isn't that what we're beholden to? You keep equating to national organizations, and I'm saying that grassroots organizations like Access Reproductive Justice, like Center for Popular Democracy, these organizations are doing the work and have been doing the work on the ground for decades. I did not mention Planned Parenthood. I did not mention Women's March. I didn't mention either of those people. But, but those groups you're talking about, I, I was, Jenny, I don't know you. I'm not trying to imply what, you're, what groups you're thinking of. That's not my point. I'm saying as opposed to somebody locally didn't like the protest that was planned in our neighborhood, that's, that to me is a meaningless thing. Somebody else probably did like it. That's not actually the criteria. The criteria is what measure, right now women who have miscarriages are being turned away from hospitals. Because the because the hospitals are met, not with are, one person. They are afraid they they're going to be legally prosecuted. Nobody, Center for Popular Democracy, did not mobilize popular uprising to prevent the overturning of Roe v. Wade. The, the, yes, they did. <laughs> they got arrested, like in at, in front of the Supreme Court. Did you miss that part? They did that. <laughs> no, I'm talking way, about in advance. In ad, no, Jenny, in advance for six months, there was no mobilization no, except for Rise Up for Abortion Rights. Hello. Y'all are also whitewashing the green that stands for reproductive rights throughout Central and Southern America too. Like, and, and I can't, I can't even say it again. I missed what you said. What I was saying is, is that RevCon has whitewashed the green that stands for reproductive rights and abortion access. Okay, this is just garbage. I have to say this is ridiculous. There was a green wave that was brought up here in totally giving credit and popularizing the women of Argentina, Colombia, Mexico, that was absolutely done. It was embraced. There was messages of support. This is the idea that, that this was appropriation. I'm, I'm sorry, I, we're going to get our next caller, but this is, and also my engineer is telling me that you misrepresented yourself when you called, um, which I guess is in keeping with the message that you are sharing on the air. Um, but the point is people should unite all who can be united to stand up. And there is a hate-filled campaign based on petty rumors, absolute outright lies and anti-communism. And there was a movement, Rise Up for Abortion Rights, which united people from very different perspectives to mobilize mass sustained resistance in the model of the green wave from Latin America and popularizing that. And there was a whole lot of people who sat it out and then after Roe v. Wade was overturned, decided to attack 
rise up for abortion rights for having mobilized and spread the lie that RevCom is a cult and people should stay away. And actually what they're afraid of is a real revolution and the leadership that we have for that. And, and they have a lot invested. And I very much feel this, what was said in the opening uh, commentary from Andy Z that, that people have a lot invested in this country that is so parasitic, including most of the so-called movement that feeds at the trough of the parasitic empire, you know, that, that absolutely collapsed and capitulated because the Democratic Party didn't want to fight the overturning of Roe. So the movement that is slavishly tied to the Democrats also didn't want to fight. So um, I guess I want to thank you for calling. I'm, I'm, I'm not impressed with the level of uh, <laughs> integrity in the way that you presented yourself to the engineer, to our engineer and then on the air. And in the fact that you didn't really want to talk about how to solve the fact that right now women's lives are being hijacked by the state. Women are being sent home from hospitals in dangerous positions to bleed out on their own, cramp up, maybe get infections, maybe die. Abortion is being banned. And half the so-called movement or a big portion of the so-called movement is deciding to attack those who stood up rather than going out and, and uniting all who can be united to stand up. So um, if you want to call in and get in the conversation, we have a couple more minutes. The number is 818-985-5735, option one. Uh, we're going to squeeze Gary in real quick. Gary? Yeah, I want to know when uh, the next uh, reproductive, you know, rise up protest is. Last week it was at uh, Santa Monica. We uh, protected the Planned Parenthood. Will it be there again? And do we meet 10 a.m. at City Hall or where? Oh, Gary, thanks for the question. It is true. Rise Up for Abortion Rights went out eight hours and, and defended the Planned Parenthood against the uh, threatened attack by the Proud Boys. Um, this weekend, there is a protest and I don't have the details. There's a protest next week in Riverside. I also don't have all the details, but I was told if you follow at rise number four abortion rights LA on Instagram, you can find the details there. It's at rise four. It's a number four abortion rights LA on Instagram. Or if you go to rise up for number four abortion rights.org, you can find the, the info, the information on the website too. Um, but the Instagram will be the most direct. So Gary, I want to thank you for that. And if you were out in the streets um, defending the Planned Parenthood last week, I want to thank you for that too. It's very important. Um, and I want to thank you for tuning in and joining me for this special broadcast of the Michael Slate Show. I want to thank Henry for engineering, Gary in studio engineering as well. And um, if you, oh, I was going to tell you also follow Michael Slate on social media. And with that, I want to thank you and tell you, remember, the problem is not human nature. It is the nature of the system through a real revolution. A better world is possible. We won't go.